0: I guess I'm thinking about her. I love her. I knew it the moment I saw you. My everything plus she's she's hot.
1: Where Liv! Liv! We're back! We're back to make history. I mean, if we're recapping the show, at least we are kind of part of the history, right?
0: You can't imagine how excited I am about this.
1: Oh my God. I was so fucking emotional. Also, everyone, just an FYI, we're only doing one episode today, then we're doing three next week because I'm a little bit busy. <laughs> On the verge of a mental breakdown, I came in here and had a little cry to a lamb. So, and you know what the fuck thing is, I can never tell anyone what I'm actually doing because it's always fucking secret. No one believes me. I'm like, okay. I'm like, no, I'm not and then when it all comes out, everyone's like, oh, my God, you must have been so exhausted. I'm like, yes. <laughs> I tried to tell you all. <laughs> yep, yeah, So she's a bit busy this week. And I'm sorry, but the Bachelor recaps are going to have to have a bit of a, not a pause, but done one episode. Thank me for that. Side note, we could have canceled this completely, but we didn't want to because we've got beautiful Brooke and uh, you're lucky you're getting one. You're, lo- you're so lucky. <laughs> You'll have no idea what my week has been. And I wish I could tell you, but my life is controlled by NDAs also I had to should i say it I had to panic show my pussy <laughs> i fucking i'm having sex tonight but the first time since lockdown thank fuck i was on the way here and i was like i'm gonna be early i can eat my acai bowl then got a text saying wanna have sex and like yeah i do but i'm a bit fucking busy but i think it'll be good for me i think we're good for the stress because i'm honestly was shaking when i arrived i'm so excited for dick <laughs> Alright, we start off, I'm not going to summarise the intro, basically it was very emotional. Before we even started watching it, I saw Brooke's little face uh, on the screen of the Channel 10 homepage and I was like, I had a little cry. Starts off, Brooke basically recapping her time on The Bachelor and Bachelor in Paradise, how like, you know, Honey Badger fucked her over, but Alex Nation didn't want to be with her and then she had a bit of a break and now she's ready to find love. It's so exciting. Brooke's obviously one of really good friends as well. So, its been, I mean, she was here on the show. We love her. shes I know we all love Brooke, but, like, Brooke is honestly f- fucking one of the best people I've ever met. Like, funny, smart, fun, hilarious, interesting, deep. Like, she honestly, I know it's like, oh, like, yeah, she's a nice girl. Like, she's so much more than that. And I know that the show doesn't really have the capacity to show that entirely because you want it's very like oh it's about the drama and about the people but i'm so excited for it and there's literally not a better bachelorette like she is ah i just love her and i'm so happy for it and she's coming on and she's coming on oh sorry she's coming on the show yeah so brooke's coming on the show we you know her people spoke to my people and we, we go my friend at the show so excited to see it. we go through her her you know her whole journey and then fast forward oh she's like you know we are making history the Bachelorette, for the first time, has women, men and women. And it's like, wow, Osha, thank you for that summary. Hot. My little queer pussy was pulsing because I was so excited to see queer women my age. And I know Brooks into, like, femmes usually. I'm so excited as they get kicked off, I'll be their shoulder to cry on. <laughs> when they come on the show, queer women fucking nipples hard. And I guess the men are okay too. Um, so she arrives <laughs> and they do a Welcome to Country the Did you do players Clapstick says I was. I knew that I'd like get a bit teary, but I was sobbing. Like it was so beautiful seeing for a First Nations Bachelorette. It's the first time in the world, I think, as well. And like seeing her being so connected to her, her culture and her community and I know, just being such a proud First Nations woman and having that introduction was so emotional. And, I mean, she had a little teary. I think all of Australia was crying. Honestly, if you haven't seen it, just go and at least watch that first little bit because it just it shows how monumental it is to have a First Nations Bachelorette. So I asked Brooke, you know, what does it mean to you, babes? I think you can kind of see all the emotion on my face. Like it
0: was just like a a nice, overwhelmingly proud feeling. Like I felt like... This is a huge shift for Australia and I think also the representation that happens in, you know, mainstream media. So I I can't even process all the emotions that I have at the moment because it's like there's <laughs> just so Oh my much. god.
1: Did you know they were doing that? Welcome to country.
0: Yeah. So Though the uncles actually smoked my house and the mansion beforehand. So I got a personal video from them, which is actually really funny, which I'm going to share on my socials soon. Oh, please do. About them wishing me luck and they were so proud. And then they had like, they were like, I'm the bachelor. And then they're like, no, he's the bachelor. And it was just like this really nice, like family welcome. And I felt like this is it. Like, I can't believe this is happening. And it made me, yeah. It obviously made me cry so much. I had to hold it together. But, um, yeah, it was like a pinch me moment. All
1: right. So we're doing an alternating boy, girl, boy. Sorry, girl, boy, girl, boy, girl, boy. And Holly is first. Then when a woman came out front of them, then, then the LGBTQIA plus moment got me crying. So it was first the First Nations moment. And then it was the LGBTQIA plus moment. And I was like, this is too much representation. I was like, it's too much. I'm, I was like, this is so monumental. And I think this season's going to make me gayer. Oh, I was right. there. we were t- texting Kath and we were like, this one's hot. This one's hot. Like, we were like, who would you fuck out of all them? So, um, yeah, I like that I have uh, options. It's also hard to know when someone is gay. So like, it's great that they're, they've committed to it. I can DM them. We can interview them. But I know it was quite emotional for me. Then I was thinking about all like the... LGBTQIA plus youth and, and them seeing that and it being so normal and, like, it was only spoken about briefly at the start. It wasn't like, ooh, gay season. Like, it was like, there are men and women for the first time ever. That's it. Then it's treated like completely normal and I think they've done an excellent job at that. I mean, I'm sure it will come down the line but there's no, like, first night, like, you know, this is my coming out story and this is my, my trauma. It was just like, this is just people on the red carpet meeting and the girls are fucking hot yeah, and that's all I have to say about the contestants. <laughs> there are a few that I'm waiting to get kicked off. Sorry, Brooke. There are some that I'm like, please get dumped and please live in Sydney. Anyway, then we have David. Now, gossip about David. I know David from Brisbane. So I um, Because Brisbane's the size of my nail that's missing. David actually used to date like it's like twice removed you know what I mean like two degrees separation he used to date or used to see one of my like best friends friends now what I've heard about Darva, this is juicy I have some gossip it's small Lim I was gonna say he's nice <laughs> <laughs> all I've heard that he's, is that he's really nice That's literally all I've heard is that he's really nice yeah he's like normally nice so like that's all I have to say <laughs> I was asking in the group chat. like, waiting, waiting. No, in the group chats, I was like, the girl's like, oh, my God, we know David. And I was like, guys, give me something. You wait until now? You wait until now? You've seen him on the ads? Like, what the fuck? And they were like, no, like, he's really nice. And I'm like, Ugh. I mean, apparently he's, quote, unquote, the best of the BBC boys. BBC is a school in Brisbane. So good on him. We love you, David. I like your sparkly jacket. He comes in in a lawnmower. He's a landscaper. We love that for him. We love a man with his own busyness. But I will try and investigate. All right. He's Persian. Side note. And like he brings his culture. He brings like, I know he brought like a genie. I think he brought some tea, some tea at a cuppa. And then he brought like a, um, I'm a genie in a bottle, like a bot to do three wishes on. Really? Yeah. Oh, Cute. Aladdin style. Aladdin style. Okay. Cute. And they spoke about their culture, how important their cultures to them, which I think is a really nice match because they will understand each other. And they can learn about each other's cultures, but they're also really connected It was at this point, to be honest, I was like, I wish I was an intruder because I love Brooke, but I should have just taken her up on the... I can't do that to her because I should have just taken her up on the date when she asked me to.
0: (sighs) For anybody who doesn't know, this is what happened on It's A Lot previously. I've asked Abby out
1: on a date twice
0: (laughs) and she's...
1: (laughs) Not politely declined nor accepted. Okay, I said yes, babe. When you asked me on a date, I said yes. But at the time, there was something called coronavirus happening and I couldn't go to f***ing Western Australia. You live in Perth. Just clarified, clarify, it isn't like we live in the same city and she's like, why don't you hang out with me? You live in Perth. WA has been closed for approximately 14 million years since dinosaurs <laughs> roamed the earth. That's Look, I'm, has been not, closed. I'm not going
0: to disagree.
1: So then we have Beau, right? And he says that Beau, I oh don't know, he says something wrong about French names. Like Beau, it's Beau, but B-E-A-U because it means beautiful. Mm-mm. Doesn't Jolie mean beautiful? It's my sister's name. Anyway, he's a photographer from Sydney. So that means he's either the worst person on the planet or the best person <laughs> on the planet. Like photographers in Sydney are either fucking amazing and you love them and you like hang out with them after the shoot or you want to kill yourself being around them. You're like, you are a dickhead. Now, unfortunately for Bo, I'm going to start talking about him now. He just says out loud, cute AF, multiple times. He says she's cute AF. It's like... Just say you're cute, or like you're super cute, or like you can say cute as fuck. that will just bleep it out, babe. Like, although it won't make like, into the edit. Like, he—he's not awful. He seems like a, ni- a really nice guy. I shouldn't say that, but he is still a photographer from Sydney, and we'll leave it at that. Oh, sorry, we won't leave it at that. Actually, he makes her do a photo shoot out the. He's like, he like brings his cameras so that we can do a shoot. It's a bit weird. Is that the first encounter? Yes. Oh, that's weird. It is weird, and also. I never am, like, in a photo shoot, even if it's a hot photographer, I'm never, like, oh, I'm, I want to fuck you. I'm, like, I am so vulnerable and anxious around you. Like, I don't like, like – it's not fun. Well, it, it is fun. Photo shoots fun. But, like, like you have more chemistry with, like, the makeup artist than you do with – when people <laughs> – when, <you see, laughs> when you see, like, advice columns like, how to spice up your sex life. And it's, like, get your partner to do a sexy photo shoot of Polaroids. Oh! Would you ever do that, Liz? That's
0: after you've known somebody, maybe, and I prefer for her to be nude. Oh
1: yeah, naked. Yeah. I don't know if I'd like it at all. I I, I don't want it, I don't want my my meaty pussy in a Polaroid. God, I'm getting sex in the house. Woo! I'm just getting sex. Guys, I really deserve it. Everyone, side so note, you have no idea what I've been through. <laughs> I haven't had sex since before lockdown. June 26 was the last. No, that was the start of lockdown. So June 20 something. Anyway. So Carissa, we yeah, have Carissa. How cute is this? So her parent, not this part isn't cute, but the end part. Her parents passed away recently, and both her parents awful. And she said that after her mum's funeral, she saw rainbows. i was seeing rainbows everywhere. And then she was saying that before she saw Brooks' photo, she saw these rainbows. So she decided to apply because her it was like her mum giving her a sign. Carissa's painted her this turtle with a rainbow in it. That's Brooks' totem, and. Brooke said, that's so weird because on the way here today when I was driving, I saw a rainbow when I thought this is where I need to be. Goosebumps. goosebumps. I did get goosebumps. Like, I had full body chills. Like, I was like, that's fucking crazy. I love Carissa. We'll see you on the podcast soon, Dal. Sorry, Brooke, but hopefully single. Okay. Now we have someone who turned my lesbian friend bisexual last night. Kath messaged me and said, I would quote unquote, talk to this man, which is a big step. That is a big step. Yeah. She's like, I would like to talk to him. I was like, are you straight? And then I said that she was straight. I said she was straight baiting me. I was like, <laughs> I was like stop bringing me straight. You're not straight. Also, before anyone has a go at me for that, it's my be- one of my best friends. Fuck off. Because I know someone's going to be like. <laughs>
0: okay.
1: So we have this man. His name's Conrad with a K. Uh, he's a carpenter. And he says he will see him as staunch, but apparently he's a hopeless romantic. And at first I was like, wank, wank. But we actually like Conrad. They build like a love seat, right? This is important for later on. Build a love seat. Cute. Brooks say where they fucking gown on with the drill. Hot. We love up for them. Nipples hard, pussies wet. You know what I mean? I'm watching it and I'm like they're both really hot. I wouldn't mind a threesome. Again, if you win Conrad and Brooke, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be really fun. Side note, that'd be really fun. Alright, I um, didn't want to bring it up, but I have to. Okay. Next. We have Jamie Lee, who was from *Honey Badger* season. She has come and like surprised Brooke, and she's brought a letter that she wrote for Brooke after they left the mansion the first time. Is that not the cutest thing you've ever seen? And Jamie Lee—it is very cute. So they've had relationships in between. Ooh, she's hot. She's hot. They've had relationships in between, but they've never been single at the same time. But they've kept in touch, but obviously COVID and being in different states and blah, 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 blah. But she wrote her a letter? When she left the mansion oh. three years ago because they were such good friends and then they were both by, and she had feelings for Brooke and she didn't know if Brooke had feelings for her, so she's come back. Wow, with this. subplot. So queer as well. Very cute. So I asked Brooke, obviously, like, how did you feel seeing Jamie Lee? What was the initial reaction? Nipples hard?
0: I think I was shocked. I didn't expect to actually have someone that I already have, like, a, a connection or a relationship with. I kind of expected everyone to be, like, really new and I hadn't met before. But seeing her was, like, it was shock. And then I don't know when she was, like, standing in front of me and I was, like, holding her hand and she was reading that letter. I was, like, this is so overwhelmingly comforting. Like, I feel like like there's a connection here, like, Here we go, like game on, yeah. And I was like, uh, you know, because I was worried, like, what the girls would think of me. I was thinking, obviously, worried about what the guys and girls would think of me. But I think more the girls because this is just so new for them. Like, guys, they're all straight, like, (laughs) so they've done this before. But um, I was, I was worried about my girls. So yeah. I was worried about Jamie
1: Lee. <laughs> so Jamie Lee then walks into the cocktail party and everyone's like, fuck, she was on her season. They already have history. Obviously she's back for a reason. They obviously have a connection already. Like if I went in with Brooke, I would not be anxious at all. I'd be like, whatever. And also because you don't, not that you don't care, you really care, but you'd be like, look, if this is meant to happen, I know her well enough. We'll still be friends after this. And if it's meant to happen, it's meant to happen. I want her to be happy because she's my friend. So like I would be like Socha walking and nipples soft. <laughs> never heard you say nipple soft. i know because they rarely soft i'm so excited to get fucked tonight all right so so now that everyone's in i know there are heaps of randoms obviously there's only 16 people i'm not gonna sit here and lie to you
0: is it eight men and eight women okay mm.
1: whereas on my season we had 28 women but the thing is like i'm not gonna sit here and lie to you now brooke i love you and whoever you chose i'm really happy for you if i was on the bachelorette and that was my bunch of people. Again, no, like, no hate to any of you. I'm sure you're all lovely. I wouldn't be happy, Lem. What? I wouldn't be happy. Is it like, physically they're not really attractive none to you? No, physically. I just, none of them, not, there was not one of them that I was like, oh, my God, wow. what a dream boat. Well, usually there's one or mm. two. Give them a chance. I, I will. They're fine. And I'm, I'm sure eventually there's going to be one that I, like, I really like. But, like, they're fine. They're all, like, nice people that are quite good looking. Okay. There's one girl that's really hot, don't know what her name is yet, she has red hair and tattoos. She's just. Fucking hot. So hopefully she gets dumped. And also, I said on my Instagram story last time. I'm gonna repeat the joke, everyone. But um, I'm just really proud of casting this year for reflecting real life, where all the men are superbly average and all the women are insanely wonderful. <laughs> like the men are just like okay, and the women are like super hot. And like we haven't heard much from them yet, but like they seem they're like psychologists and like indigenous youth workers and like. And then they are like, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm Tom and I'm a Sparky. And it's like, <laughs> now I'm sure you're lovely, Tom. I'm not sure if it is one i called Tom. If there is, I'm not talking about you, Tom. Get a grip. Narcissist. But it's like, that's, yeah. Would I talk to any of these men in a bar? No. If I was at a party and I knew all of women were queer, would I try to talk to all of them? Yes. And even on television for the first time, they're still not putting in that much effort. My favourite is Conrad and I do like David. But only because I have intel about David. So we go into the cocktail party, and they're all like scared of interrupting. And I have a theory that the boys are scared to interrupt because, because usually they just like, it's like daw, 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 and they're like running and like throwing stuff over. I reckon the men are scared to interrupt because they are around women, so they feel like policed by women. And sometimes we might be bi, so I'd be like, well, look, I don't want to be the dickhead in front of these women in case one of them I want to fuck. None of the men are approaching her. None of the men, like it's all women, like going after and like they're all being polite. They're sitting there being like, I'm really nervous, eh? It's like, stand the fuck up, go and talk to her. So I asked her what she thought when not one man was talking to her for a very long time.
0: Everything that played out was exactly how I remember it. So the girls were just on fire, and I asked for a bold and confident woman that's not intimidated by man's presence, and that's what I got. So I was oh my God, not complaining. Yeah. <laughs> I think they were just being really overly polite, like ladies first. Like, let's be honest. So I think that was really nice.
1: So Conrad has a love for these maidens. Like, okay, I don't want to do a like, oh no. And then all the girls are actually really cute. Like, why don't we make it pretty for her? So all the girls help him. And they're all like, "You can do it. Like, go and ask her for a chat. Like, you can do it, Conrad with a K. And he's like, "Yeah, my love seat will will get me some love." And then you see Brooke walk past, and I thought it was funny. It was the classic like woman love woman thing where it's like, "You look beautiful." No, you look beautiful. No, like, you look like it was like a passing comp, but I was like, "Bitch, like you're so pretty." Like on Tinder, me going, "You're so pretty." No, you are. How are you? Like it's like it's like you're really. And then you're both too nervous to talk to her. Like you're, like, you're really. No, you're really pretty. <laughs> like that was actually what it was like. It was iconic. But she's with Jess. Who is Jess? I'm not sure. She steals Conrad's love site.
0: That Jess chick you mean?
1: Yeah, Jess steals the love seat and takes a book there. What? Takes a book there. Now, to be honest, I couldn't give a shit. But I'm gonna go along with the narrative that the media is playing. It's a big deal. <laughs> it's fucking love seat. We're not playing Squid Game, like like he's not gonna die. Like <laughs> Everyone's like, that's a real dog actor, like so fucked. And I'm like, Babes, like it's simply a love seat that she made by screwing and like he made it and cute and he wanted, it. but it's like it's also like a one use thing. Like it's not a tampon. <laughs> it's the only thing that I could think of. It's on tampon. It's a love seat, and like I understand, these bit upset. But it's like, babe, night one, have a break. It's gonna get dramatic later on, and everyone's like, wow, that's really fucked. That's really fucked up. Was like it's a dog act. Like they're all like really pissed off. It's like okay. So I asked for Brooke's opinion because I think she was there. You know, was the stealing of the love seat a quote unquote dog act?
0: I thought she was taking me to the gazebo and I was like oh a little private like, place and then we kind of diverted to the love seat and I, I felt deceitful I was like I pinky promised this guy on the red carpet that I would
1: sit on the love seat
0: with him and I'm a woman to my word so god I had my tail between my legs
1: didn't I <laughs> oh my god bless you babe did you think it was do you think it was a quote-unquote dog act
0: <laughs> yeah Darwin with the dog act <laughs> so funny i was like that's so something that i would say yeah well i felt very i felt bad i did feel bad but i was like jess like okay i thought it was really bold by jess i know um a lot of people will probably be thinking like that yeah it was a bit of a dog act but i think look she she took ownership of it like she was
1: like that's what i wanted to do i'm gonna do it i was like okay let's see how you roll Okay, so Brooke then talks to Jess. Everyone's like, oh, she's fucked up. And then Brooke chats to Jamie Lee. And they admit they had feelings for one another in the mansion. They're like all cute. They're talking about how they want to kiss each other. But Brooke's like, you know, in time. And Jamie's like, yeah, we can't do it tonight. Like we can't do it here. And they're talking a bit more. And then they kiss. And the first one was a woman and it's so cute. And I cried at that as well because it was monumental. And again, it wasn't like made up to be this big crazy thing. They didn't put like rainbow flags over the screen or anything. They just were like, (laughs) it just was like normal. I don't what I expect it to be, but it just, it just, it was so nice for it to not be a big deal. So then Conrad does get to talk to Brooke on the love seat. I think I don't know what happened there. To be honest, again, I was texting. Guys, you know this is – you watch it yourself if you want every detail. So, David gets the first impression rose, which is the guaranteed first date. Not going to lie, boring first impression rose. Usually it's something like, like Ellie on my season got to go to Matt's hometown, got to go to – got to fly to Melbourne, obviously pre-COVID. Uh, remember um, the JJ last season with Jimmy got to take him away anytime she wanted. This is just first date. Producers, get someone from Squid Gaming Vault. You know what I mean? And then it's the row ceremony and two randoms, go home, turn the TV off as per usual when the row ceremony started. I mean, I was happy with the first episode. I'm going to ask Brooke how she was feeling after that first, that first night. Bless her.
0: I am so tired this morning and I've had like such a big week of like 3am, 4am call times, but I got to see it before hosting last night. I had all my friends and a bit of my family at my local rugby club we got dominoes and the open bar oh, and we watched it on the projector and it was yeah. just perfect like they made me do a speech at the end and I was like speechless because obviously I've watched it but then watching it again with all my family I was so emotional last night and I just like choked up like I was like I, everyone has touched me in this you know in this room and I couldn't have done it without you and everyone was crying it was just a beautiful moment which would just and I took a d- disposable camera so I got these candid moments of that so it's amazing. I, I feel very lucky. like I wish you were there as well. I, I would have loved that you were there. It would just be the tip of the I iceberg.
1: I miss you. Love you. We're at three apps next week. Get ready for like a 14-hour long podcast about it. I mean, it's going to be stressful, but I'm hoping that don't get the episode this season. I'm going to email. I'm going to email someone from the pen. All right, love yous.